Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Guys Without Helmets. And just like that, the season is officially in the books. Save one more game. Super Bowl 57. Did I say that right? Yeah, that's right. 57? 58? 58. 58. Oh, 58 man. There's 58, three of those sticks yeah. behind that five. Yeah, it's 58. Yeah. It's 58. Roman numerals, man. Yeah. I still feel like it's 50 <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> yeah. Super Bowl is, I got to figure this out. It's definitely older than me. <laughs> so it's, uh, we're not going to talk about that. Hey, we have Tim Schneider with us, our regular hey cast of characters, Josh Caleb. Hey, guys, uh, it feels like an eternity. We took uh, this uh, little break in the bye week to have a bye week ourselves so we can talk about this terrible, uh, uh, tragic Detroit Lion loss to the mm. San Francisco 49ers. Niners pulled off 34-31, but if you watched the game, we hope you did. This looked like a game that the Lions, Tim, clearly were in the driver's seat in the first half for. Oh, my goodness. Not only in the driver's seat, like complete domination, right? <laughs> yeah. it, it looked like, I think we were texting a little bit. It was like, all right, yep. well, this is going to be a surefire win for the Lions. No way San Francisco comes back from the dead. But they did. They did. And they just look like a totally different team. And, you know, everyone's going to talk about Dan Campbell going for it on fourth down a few times. But, you know, the bottom line is... When you have that type of lead, you got to pedal to the metal. And, uh, you know, Niners, give them credit for getting back off the map because all the Lions had to do was complete on a few few plays there. And they would have, despite no like no matter how well San Francisco played yeah. in the second half, Niners, uh, the Lions would have had it. But, uh, no, they hung around and Lions uh, were not able to pull it off. And San Francisco, congratulations. 24-7 in the first half. Is this a bigger loss than the uh, the Falcons giving up that lead to the Patriots? I mean, no. I know numerically <laughs> it's not. But I'm saying this was this 24-7 against the 49ers. I mean, they had an 85% chance to win the game at the half, the Lions. Right. Clearly, Shanahan's a great coach. They made some adjustments and put up almost all their points in the second half, which is great for them. Brock Purdy in this game... Ah, rewatch the game. He was sailing some oh, balls yeah. way over yeah. people's heads. It was not a good showing. Right. Team rallied around him still, and they they got it done. The lucky bounce off, I think it was Vildor, the defender for the Lions, helmet right in Ayuk's hands for the touchdown. Unbelievable. Yeah, a lot of luck, a lot of good coaching, a lot of just playing up in a, a big game. Yeah, I, you know, we talked about this, guys, and I, I get asked this all the time, especially at work. It looks to me like if you go back to early in the playoffs, uh, Dallas and, and Packers, you know, there's a couple of plays where they're in zone defense and they give up the big play. It's a yeah. third and long. Romeo right. Dubs. Though, yeah. You erase a couple yeah. of them and the, the, the game goes a different way. <laughs> right. You look at the, the Eagles and Bucks. Let's be honest, the Bucks dominated that the whole way. Eagles didn't have a chance. But we have other games that were that were closer, you know, and had pivotal moments. Even the Ravens and Chiefs, which we'll talk about in a minute. Playoff football is about a player or two. And sometimes that's the only margin you get. And unfortunately, between Dan Campbell's call, you know, and that lucky Ayuk catch and just a couple other plays. Goff overthrowing Gibbs in the end zone. Right. Wide a open. couple drops, yeah. a couple easy drops by Reynolds. Uh, th- again, s- playoff football is a game of just a couple of plays. And the story, the script gets totally script, uh, gets totally flipped, right? Yeah, I mean, if, if the Lions hold on and, and win that game, it's, oh, man, San Francisco choked. San Francisco couldn't pull it out right at the very end. But here we are. All we've been talking about for two weeks now is the 49ers. Yep. Yeah, and the Lions scored seven points in the second half to the 49ers, 27. Uh, obviously, yeah. great advantage for the Lions going into the half. Um, just couldn't hold on. And obviously, I mean, on offense, statistically, they played very similar. Nothing crazy outside of McCaffrey having his second touchdown versus Montgomery's first. But overall, it was pretty pretty even by the numbers, and the Lions just obviously couldn't hold on. Yeah, it's a dream to hold uh, Chris McCaffrey under 100 yards, yeah. and they did that. He got loose, um, of course, a couple times. But again, I think, uh, you know, I'm not going to throw stones. We joke about the gods of football. It's hard to believe they would let a team come out of the ashes to mm-hmm. the Super Bowl. They did not, mm-hmm. clearly, uh, as fate would have it. We joke. Uh, the Lions, this is a step for them. And you know what? Having played football, I was listening to, uh, do you remember King of Queens? Yeah. His new comedy specials came out. Oh, okay. By yeah. the way, he looks very different with a beard oh, and does he bald really? head. Yeah, yeah. He's Kevin James. Still, yeah. Kevin James. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the funny thing. He was talking about trophies. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not going to get deep, but here's the point, And I think you'll appreciate this. He's like, I have one trophy because we won. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I played every year, all kinds of sports growing up, what we did growing up. But I don't have any trophies because I didn't deserve it. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's yeah. like, Losing builds character. Like you lose and you get better because of it. I think the Lions uh, hopefully get better because I mean everyone's yeah. back, right? They're not really losing 
you know, I, the, couple defenders, the coaching carousel. Yeah. That's a whole different story. We'll we'll talk on that before we leave too. Uh, but yeah, the Lions aren't going anywhere. 49ers aren't going. My anywhere. only argument with your point with the Lions is the Vikings are gonna be better. The Packers are gonna be marginally better. Yep. if they're doing what they're doing, and then. Yeah, I mean, theoretically, Cowboys, Eagles aren't going anywhere. Bucks right, are going to yeah. be better. I was just saying in that division, the Bears, Rams are going to be know better. What doing. Like, yeah, and you're going to be motivated to do better. But this is a very high position to be at the end of the year. So, no, I think my point is this team has never accomplished anything. Yeah. To feel yeah. that loss should sit badly. You know what I'm saying? It should. It just should yeah. not sit well. And championship teams usually lose. I mean, you put up 30 and lose in the playoffs. That's rough. Yeah. And we'll, it's I mean, rough. we'll see because I know the Lions are better than this team. But you look at the yeah. Jaguars team from a few <laughs> years ago. They were dropping 40 points in the playoffs. They were right there with the Patriots. And they lost to the Patriots going into the Super Bowl. And everyone had the Jags as this top team going into the next year. And they just immediately plummeted right back down. And I'm not saying the Lions are that exact team. Blake but I think to expect them to play <laughs> as good as they did Blake. this year, <laughs> to expect them to play as good as they did this year might be you know setting the bar too high for them. I need them just to play similar but I don't know if they're going to be necessarily better. Yeah, and they're not going to creep up on anyone, and their schedule's going to be tougher. Yeah. Right? yeah. So, yeah. so two things, you know, they're not going to surprise anyone next year. I think coming into yeah. the opening game of the season where they went into Kansas City and they beat the Chiefs, everyone was like, what in the world? Yeah. Before we talk so, AFC, let's look at the yeah. NFC, as you kind of alluded to, Caleb. Is it safe to say, just going down the, the, the teams, uh, Dallas and Packers should be what they are next year? Packers will be better. Packers will be better. But they're going to draft well, and they're going to be better. And and but they're not going anywhere. Dallas no, and Packers. No, uh, the Rams. We said this earlier. If if they had a healthy Matty stats, they would have won a few more games, and they would have looked different. They would have had different seed in the. They playoffs, would have been perceived yeah. very yeah. different. They're not going anywhere. No, because uh, they've got some bonuses. This is the first couple of years or first year we've seen them really draft with all the trades. Yeah, of I don't drafts. know why they haven't been drafting. They drafted, drafted perfectly. Right. Yeah, they're, they're lights out. <laughs> they have so, arguably offensive and defensive rookie of the years. Right, right now, Rams and Lions aren't going anywhere. Nope. And arguably, the Eagles and Bucks aren't going anywhere. No, if they keep well, Baker, well, if they keep, they, they should. Baker's coming back. They just lost yeah. their OC though, right? They did. Yes, to the Panthers. But he also had say in who the new OC is. Right. Okay. So he's, yeah. And he so my point yeah. being, then of course the 49ers. Nobody's going anywhere. And to your credit, the Vikings. What other teams? As you scour your brain with this NFC, what other teams are going to be around next year? that are not in this current playoff hunt from the NFC. Yeah. I think the Saints will get better. Derek Carr at the end of the season really turned it on compared to the first 12 games. Yeah. He figured it out. Yeah. Um, I think Washington will be better with their situations they're doing. <sighs> they, hey, they were a playoff team with Rivera three years ago, two years ago. With yeah. I, I think they've done the kiss of yeah. death. I think the biggest problem for the NFC is all the teams that were bad mm-hmm. kind of hit the floor yeah. of where they're going to be. I think these teams, they benefited largely from those teams really being at the bottom. The Panthers... No way they're as bad as they were. They have rookie quarterback. Coach got cut midseason. Coach, I mean, quarterback will learn from that. Yeah, he'll be better. For he's sure. been, he's it, rewatch him. Yeah, yeah no, I think no. every one of these teams, every one of these teams, benefited largely from the bad teams in this division yeah. having a reset of a year essentially. All right, let's go to the other side, the AFC. This was a game that was, you know, obviously the Ravens were, I believe, favorite at home. Chiefs have not gone to this game uh, on the road before, is what I understand. Chiefs pull off the win 17-10. If you watch the game, it it went both ways. Many people are saying this is another example of Lamar Jackson collapsing in a playoff game. You you buying or selling that, Kale? I mean, you could buy it because it happened. Well, I think there's more factors to it. Uh, Mark Andrews coming back from his first game back since his injury. Where was he? He didn't do anything in this game. Um, Run game collapsed for some reason. The running backs just stopped doing what they were doing all year. You could start any of the guys in the backfield throughout the year, and they'd put up points. This game, different story. I think it's because the Chiefs' defense is so dominant. I wouldn't say it's all on Lamar. I would say that it's all on Spagnola scheming against him. It was perfect defense. That's why the score's so low. Yeah. Zay Flowers, Tim, how important is the young player who gives the ball up on the end zone a little prematurely? I I hate to say a a game comes down to one play because it never does. But in this case, my (laughs) goodness gracious, that's about as close to a game coming down to one play because right there – he scores that touchdown. I think we're talking about a Ravens Niners Super Bowl. I yeah. really do. Uh, the color scheme. The, the color scheme. <laughs> yeah. I know, yeah. man. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. The cookie cake, all that uh, stuff. Yeah. yeah, he's a great player, and and he was the reason, part of the reason that the Ravens made it this far. To be honest, uh, yeah. Zay Flowers. But that play, oh, it's just brutal. Yeah, and I think as Caleb said, the benefit goes to Spagnola. The Chiefs scored zero points in the second half. They still beat the Ravens. The Ravens were chasing the entire time, the entire game. 
Uh, there was not one point where the Ravens were favored other than entering the game to win this game because the Chiefs were always ahead. And as Caleb said, you know, they didn't run the ball well. They only ran the ball six times with running backs. So Lamar Jackson had eight rushes, six rushes from the running backs. They were always chasing, and obviously you credit that to the defense of the Chiefs. I see a problem, guys. I think, Caleb, I, I, I want you to respond. You see the Bills quarterback has more rushing yards than any running back. You see Lamar more rushing yards game after game. That can't be good. Well, no. That can't be ideal. No. And, and I hate <laughs> that box score. And remember, you know, Lamar, we, you and I, Caleb, I know you guys are fans. Mm-hmm. We've said, coming out of college, this he's a great guy. Like He's not just a running quarterback. He's not blah, 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 blah. And I think Lamar is great. But, man, this is now, I think, three times that he's pretty much not really got it done. And he had a chance. He had a chance. Yeah. I mean, it's a one-possession game at home. In the playoffs, I mean, you were projected to win before the game started. Was it Legarius Sneed that hasn't allowed a catch or something crazy? Didn't Some allow a touchdown stat. until, like, I think, Zay Yeah, he hasn't allowed a touchdown all year until this game. So the corner is definitely playing out of their minds. Is yeah. he? A, he's a free agent after this year, right? I think he's, he's, he's definitely going to get He's going to get paid by, by somebody. <laughs> no, the Chiefs are probably going to keep yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, you know, I, I'm with you, Tim, like 10 points. You had right. seven in the first, goose egg, goose egg, three. Mm-hmm. You're the home team. Uh, <laughs> and it's I don't even know if when you watch a game if you're like, man, the Chiefs are so good. I didn't right. yeah. I didn't get that no. takeaway. It was more just like, wow, how did the Ravens not win that game? You know, it, it, it was all set up for them right it's there. It's an interesting change, I guess, with the Chiefs because mm-hmm. – We've seen them go to shootout every year the past four or five yeah, years. Yeah. You saw it with the Bengals. You saw it with the Bills twice, right. going toe-to-toe, back and forth. In this game, their whole philosophy is different. They're just they're running the ball. Their defense is on the field majority yeah. of the game. It's just been it's been weird. Yeah. But it's been good to see Andy Reid-led team have a solid defense. I know he's always had a defense, but they're like relying on their defense the past like mm-hmm. 10 weeks of football. Mm-hmm. It's really refreshing. Yeah, and while, while the Chiefs didn't do much on offense in the second half, they had zero points. They they played outside of themselves the top five defenses every week. They played the Bills, the Ravens are about to play the Niners, all top five, including themselves. So they've had a tough road to get to this point, and they have to prove themselves once again mm-hmm. against the top three defense again. It's weird that the Chiefs have been the underdogs this, yeah. this playoffs. Yeah, I mean, going through the Dolphins was cake for them, let's be fair. Only home game. Then they get the Bills, and uh, that's where everyone was starting to say, well, they got to earn it. Oh, they did, and then they get the Ravens. You, well, they're they're favored. They're not favored. They're, they're not playing away every week. Yeah, but you know what? For them, the Super Bowl feels like a home game, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah, oh for sure. Yeah. Well, it's Absolutely. in Vegas too. They beat them there pretty right. pretty yeah. much every time. Exactly. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I think they beat them every time they played because it's only yeah. been two years. What I loved about the game personally, and I'm you know I'm a fan of you know I always say if there's no Cowboys, I don't care. I love the mm-hmm. game and. So for me, you're right, Tim. I agree. Like it wasn't like eh, how impressed. Yeah. But Mahomes was thirty of thirty nine. Like yeah. he was highly efficient. Yeah. And you know, old man Kelsey looked like young man Kelsey. Eleven catches for 116 yards and a touchdown. Their running game has been all over the place. Anywhere between 60 and 100 yards rushing would be good for them. They got 68. Uh, and I love Flowers. It's just he reminded me of you know another Jackson that played for uh-huh. you know the Walrus <laughs> that liked to put the ball on the ground. Yep. It just seemed. Um, Pretty much lazy. Yeah, like he. I don't know. I, and I love Flowers. Been on my fantasy team. Mm-hmm. He's he's got big things ahead of the kid. But again, I think Flowers learns from that and comes back a more confident player next year. You know, because you definitely learn yeah. uh, when you do things wrong. Okay, so let's recap the AFC. We talked about the NFC from the playoff circle. Uh, Ravens destroyed uh, literally the Texans, but Texans have arrived. Agree or disagree? Agree. Agree. Okay, and we, we're going to talk a little bit uh, at the time of the recording of this show. Unfortunately, we don't know who the MVP and those things are going to be released shortly, but uh, we've talked about some of our picks, and of course the Texans are among that. Uh, Bills aren't going anywhere. We agree with that? Ah, You've always said they're backsliding <laughs> every year. Caleb's like, ah, next year they're going to be Well, trapped. if you think about it, they have Leonard Floyd, who's held 32. Mm-hmm. You have Von Miller, who's likely going to retire. Mm-hmm. You have Matt Milano, who's a torn ACL, who's 33 years old right. or whatever. Jordan Poyer's in his 30s. I think he's in a contract year as well. So basically their entire defense outside. And Trey White's 28 and injured. Their entire entire starting defense is hurt and old. So they have to rebuild this draft. They have to. You don't see them a playoff team next year. I wouldn't say that. I would say, (laughs) I mean, the Patriots are awful. The Jets, if Rodgers comes back, will be a playoff team. So 
They're a wild card team. I don't think they'll win their division next year with the Dolphins and the Jets. So yeah, their window is closing. Yeah, I, I, do, I, I really do think that. I, I at least this this form of the Bills team. Now this is where it comes down to good uh, good managing and good um, putting assembling a team together and drafting honestly because they've got to yeah like Caleb said they've got to rebuild and, yeah. and get some youth in there because otherwise if they try and run it back yeah they're not yeah not to mention they're going to lose. Potentially Stefan Diggs, which it seems, and Gabe Davis is a free agent after this year too. Well, so. Stefan's under contract. It yes. doesn't matter. We've seen stuff happen. We know he wants to be a cowboy <laughs> and play with his brothers. Really weird. Uh, you know, I feel bad for Dallas having players want to uh, come play for them. Oh yeah. <laughs> now I think I mean with their window closing, obviously Aaron Rodgers coming for the next year or two or maybe three years, depending on obviously we can't predict no. with his age. But ten wins in this AFC right now is probably not going to get you by with. Aaron Rodgers coming back with how the Chargers are looking now. Mm-hmm. I know they've underperformed. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just so many great teams. I mean, you look at the Browns and what they did with no quarterback and a ton of injuries on defense. Well, they were a top-five defense, and they had a very hot quarterback mm-hmm. play from Joe mm-hmm. Flacco, and they had the same wins as the Bills. So you really have to play up more than ever to even win your division, but let alone the AFC. Yeah, so think, much, oh, sorry, so much parody. Sorry, so much parody in yeah. this week. That, well, you know, I'm looking at all these teams. I'm going, yeah, they could, they could bounce back next year. Yeah, they can if <laughs> if this one gets healthy. I mean, you look at the AFC North just to take one division. Yeah. My gosh, you could sit, we could all sit here and pick a team and make a, a strong <laughs> yeah. argument of why next year is going to yeah. be their year. So. Well, I think the tough thing is Texans, Jags, Colts. That's right, going to be a dogfight. Right. Yeah. yeah, I don't see that the used Titans. To be a joke that uh, I just don't. Yeah. Um, again, in that division, you're talking about the Bills, the Dolphins, the Jets. Right. I don't see New England first year wonders. I could be no. wrong. But, I mean, this could look very different next year for the yeah. AFC. Yeah, I think the Jets will be perfectly fine. Um, Rogers on a podcast this week. If you watch podcasts, you know what I'm talking about. Um, he said his foot, by Christmas time, he was able to do everything but sprint. Mm-hmm. So he yeah. said, it, they said it was stable. They did MRIs. He said it's it's all it's healed, essentially. It's he doesn't have the explosiveness yeah, he used to have, but he's, he could stand Wait, in the pocket. He's implying he had explosiveness? <laughs> <laughs> he said he's fine standing yeah, in the pocket. He can still stand in the pocket and hit, hit throws, so... That's what they have to do. That's what they have to do. Yeah, the inherent problem with the AFC is any team in the Browns division along with them could be in the playoffs. So mm-hmm. like, if you told me next year the Bengals are in, not the Browns, or it's the Browns and Steelers, right. like I believe it. I believe yeah. it all. Yeah, because that whole division can go to the under playoffs. the radar. People are kind of jaded on them. Arthur Smith on the Steelers is a win. I think that's a very we'll tell good our listeners. Thing. Arthur Smith was the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, and now is he's the OC for the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Which, when he was the OC for the Titans with Tannehill, they were, I think, a 12-win team. Yeah. Then they win the AFC one year. Yeah, speaking yeah. of that team that beat Lamar Jackson in the playoffs, yeah. it was that team. Yeah, yeah. with Derrick Henry, A.J. <laughs> Brown. They had yeah. Tannehill. Four or five pro bowlers under his system. Instead of, like, you know, Diggs is on the contract, I'm more worried about Brown coming back to Philly. Like, that's a guy that... I don't see him coming back there. I mean, he scrubbed his social media, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Is he out of his contract, too? No. no. I, 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 feel, middle of it. I feel like this happens way He's too a tantrum. often now. Right. <laughs> the difference between him and Diggs is Diggs left a good situation in Minnesota to take more money, did it the right way. Mm-hmm. Brown... We don't know why the Titans. They said, hey, he's really good. You want him? Right. Like, that's yeah. weird, yeah. you yeah, know? That's weird. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, next year the AFC race could look very, very different. Uh, and, hey, you know what? Um, that's what we love about this league is this yeah. parody. So, all right. I, I want to ask you guys, before, obviously, the Super Bowl is happening this Sunday. Uh, I got to get my Roman numerals better. Super Bowl 58 there. That's a, a V and a couple. This is an easier one. Yeah. This one is? To read out Roman numerals. I like it better when they're like X's and V's. It yeah. keeps it simple for me. Like Super Bowl 15. Got it. Throw you know, little L's in there. <laughs> XV. Three X's. That's 30. Right. Like This LV stuff is like, okay. I don't know. I've been out of school right. no, longer than obviously y'all been alive except for Tim. So. That's okay. Yeah, but it's exciting. And it's, uh, it's a 6.30 kickoff. It's on CBS. Does that mean Romo and his buddy get it? Yes. Nance, yeah. That's going to be good. Yeah, not when has Romo not done a Chiefs game? That's the real question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are people starting to, to wane, get indifferent over Tony Romo yet, or are they still oh, loving that he's like Nostradamus? I think a lot of people don't like him at this point for some reason. Yeah. A lot of people don't. He just rambles on. Yeah. Um, this is what I love about you, Josh and Caleb, among many things. Um, you both went six and six on your picks. You're consistent. Perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. It's zero and zero to me. Yep. Uh, Tim, I thought you had me at first because we picked a little different. Uh-huh. Um, but fortunately, at eight and five, nine and four, it was a good pick mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. Hey, we talked about Coach of the Year, Offensive, Defensive Player of the Year. 
we did not get a chance to finish talking about the other positions, more entitled positions like MVP, mm. where they always give it to people who do good in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I'm telling y'all, I know that they say they make the voting before the end of the season, and I know they say blah, 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 but guess when they announce it? Right before the Super Bowl. Right. I'm, I promise you, and I hate this because I don't ever want the, I want the NFL to be perfect. It's one of my favorite things on earth. I guarantee you they're giving it to Brock Purdy now. Yeah. Because he's the quarterback that outlasted everyone else in the playoffs, which is not fair. You think it's rigged? Because obviously it comes down to the piece of paper traveling to the man on the stage. I, th- I don't think the NFL is rigged at all. <laughs> but I do think that the – I've been saying for years, y'all, you know me. I've been saying, I'm saying cause why they, <laughs> did Aaron Rodgers win MVP when he took to the Super Bowl? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. If he got out first round, he wouldn't yeah. have won. But, I'd be floored if it's not Lamar. I really would. Yeah, I think it's Lamar. I think he played. I do. He played better quarterback not, play than Brock Purdy. Right. Yeah. I mean, He's Brock Purdy doesn't play good quarterback. So he plays let's do the, let's do the, the tier list: quarterbacks, Trump yeah. running backs. Yes. And better quarterbacks, Trump. The other quarterbacks that didn't play as good as him. So Lamar wins. <laughs> <laughs> I think at the point in time that they were voting, which is towards the end of the regular season, that was Lamar Jackson's period of time, which he was the number one. Yes. So that, that makes more. I want to believe this. That but pa- when they that say Baltimore Brock Purdy, San Fran game though was a big yeah, decider. Yeah, that in the was. season Baltimore San Fran, where Baltimore destroyed. They have five touchdowns. San Francisco, right? I'm telling you, it's Brock Purdy or Christian McCaffrey. I'm just telling you, yeah. Christian, he's great. Yeah, I mean, he's a top five back in the league. Any yeah. year he's starting, he's arguably the top back in the league when yeah. he's healthy. MVP's a loaded gun anyway. Because well, real quick, yeah, before the 49ers got McCaffrey, they were the same team. How is he the MVP? Are they though? Yeah, ten to thirteen wins that go to the Super Bowl. You're right. With, with Jimmy Garoppolo, they had who? Who they have? But I think the mindset is. Would they Caleb, go with Tevin like, Coleman we, or something? Yeah, it was Tevin Coleman, Tevin Coleman. and Matt Breida right. and Mostert <laughs> and a bunch yeah. of other. Yeah, and Matt Breida. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. They did nothing different than they did without him. I hear you, That's but here's here's argument. the difference: when you game, you know, when you when you plan your game plan, that sound redundant. When you do a game plan <laughs> around a Christian McCaffrey team versus a Mostert team. 100% you are isolating that player different than you are in your plan. Who had more touchdowns this year? Well, this is the first no, time kidding. that Mostert's Moster. had <laughs> this many touchdowns. This is the sum of his whole career. Yes, in you one can argue year. that he's I'm, better I'm than McCaffrey. No, I'm just kidding. You can argue Mike McDaniel's a better offensive coach than Mike Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan. Don't die or on Mike that hill yet. <laughs> <laughs> Pick a Shanahan. Pick a Shanahan. Any Shanahan. Yeah, don't do that. No, I'm not. Dude, I <laughs> My still, point, the 49ers are the 49ers with or without McCaffrey. Yeah. The Ravens would be... Barely a 10-win team. Barely, because yeah. they did it with Tyler Huntley one year. Barely, when he was a pro bowler, by the way. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Without Lamar, the Ravens are not the Ravens. So, that's my argument. Yeah. I agree. And so, I mean, look back at their last Super Bowl. was against the Chiefs, right? How did they lose that game? With Jimmy G sailing the ball over Emmanuel Sanders' head. Yeah. Ultimately, that's what lost them the game, Yeah. looking back. So, Brock Purdy's MVP. No, I'm saying Brock Purdy can do that too. <laughs> yeah, he can sail it over. You watched I, it three three throws in the Lions game. We can go back and watch it where he just one of them he got bailed out on was the yeah. the IU bouncing off the defender's head. It would have been a pick if the defender was a receiver, but he was not. That's why he's a defender. But um, two other plays he threw it straight over their heads, wide open. That would have been touchdowns. I think one was Debo and the other one was to IU again. So yeah, he's he's not as consistent yet because he's still a young player. I think he's only yeah. 24, right? Yeah, so well, we're gonna break down uh, in our final episode of the season, uh, and this year we're gonna do something a little different. We usually take a long break during the summer. Uh, we're not. We're actually gonna jump on, throw you guys some bonus episodes around the draft, and start talking a little bit before we take another small break. Just a little more content. But before we we we're, we're, we're kind of done at this moment talking about Super Bowl. Other than who do you got? Uh, I'm gonna go Chiefs. Okay. I'll start it out. I think they're the better defense. They're the younger defense. I think they're the youngest defense to ever play in the Super Bowl. They're 25 years old average. So Chris Jones is really their oldest player out there. I think Chris Jones wins this game for him. I think he's going to line up on the side with Trent Williams, which is going to be terrifying. And they're going to have Carl Loftus on the same side as Chris Jones. So they're going to. You're send, saying they're going to outscheme him? They're going to send. They're sending both their best edge rushers to their best offensive linemen. So it's going to be a game. It's nice. going to be a battle. I think the Chiefs' defense is going to outwin compared to the 49ers offense. I think Brock Purdy, I've been saying this every time we talk about the 49ers, Brock Purdy will finally look rattled in a game. Uh, I think so. I think this will be the game. Yeah, I'll second that. I'm going to say Chiefs again. uh, Chiefs as well, I should say. Um, 
I don't know that they're the better team, but I think they're the hotter team at this time. I don't even know that they were the better team last year, to be honest with no. you. I, I think the Eagles were probably the better team. But when you got Mahomes out there, it's really hard to bet against him. He's hot right <laughs> at the right time. He is one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game, if not the greatest. Yeah. How's that for a... <laughs> uh, but, yeah. come at me bro. talent wise i would uh, agree right yeah other than rogers right yeah, yeah. so uh <laughs> yeah, so that's no, good job good i'm tim's here no matter what no, you really <laughs> you've known him a long time i really think that though i really think that <laughs> i do too but so yeah i'll go chiefs i think it's gonna be a close one but i think chiefs pulled out <sighs> I, I try not to be biased you are no, pick, no, no. Pick the 49ers. I, I try not to be biased. Here's why I say that. <laughs> we all know I hate the 49ers. I don't, to, I, don't, I don't hate right, any. So you're picking the 49ers. If you have to preface it, then you're picking what you're going <laughs> to no, say. No, uh, let, let me talk. That's what this <laughs> is, a podcast. People, people <laughs> dial in to hear us talk. Let me talk. <laughs> I, I, I like what you said. I like what both of y'all said because where I am is, you know, I've, I've told you boys as you've grown up because you guys, and I hate this, Tim, they haven't really seen. We've got to see a lot of football where – Reggie White changed a game. Mm -hmm. He goes to a team, wins a Super Bowl. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, we've got to see like that heroic Superman like thing. Right. Um, I don't know that they have quite. They've seen some, right? You've seen Eli Manning put on a cape twice. Hey, I saw Kadarius Tony get traded to the Chiefs and win a Super Bowl <laughs> last year. But what I'm saying is like, <laughs> we saw the catch firsthand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, none of us are old enough to have seen the. Uh, you know, the immaculate reception. Yeah, no, We're not no, that old. No, no, no. But I feel like what the NFL needs more than anything are those heroes that put it on their back and win, yeah. right? Yeah. Mahomes is what we've got. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not Dak, it's not Jackson. It's Aaron. You know, Aaron goes in and Aaron Rodgers yeah. says, Hey man, hold my beer. I'm gonna go out and win the game on the last drive. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what I'm talking about. So that alone, no matter who they were playing, I would say Mahomes is what we got. And right. and, and I think no matter what with Mahomes, we watched it against the Bills. He's gonna put that cape on. He's chilling, like eating his fingernails, like right. biting his nails, <laughs> chilling, waiting to get back in with 30 seconds to beat you. Yep. He don't care. He's cold-blooded. Yeah. So I think they win for that reason. My, my, I don't want to go on a rant about the Niners because I, I do respect Kyle Shanahan. Mm -hmm. I just think that you've watched them, like most teams, get figured out. You know? Yeah. And to your credit, stacking the, you know, they're going to stack the right side most of the game, right? And you're, you're saying your guy against my guy, and I'm up in the ante. That's what they're saying. And – at the end of the day, if we're talking, if we were, if we were going to say, who do you think would win more times, Andy Reid or, or Shanahan? Andy Reid, like, he's a brilliant coach. He's yeah. a Hall of Fame coach, and thank God he's had the opportunity to prove it there. I say, until you beat them, you know, they're the best. And right now, the 49ers challenge has been get there. They got there. Right. Garoppolo overthrows the guy. They lose because it comes down to that really, and they got there again. Now you got to beat them. Or else you're no better than anybody else. Yeah, Chris Jones saying he's going to be on Trent Williams is like a, I don't know if it's a flex intimidation thing, mm -hmm. <laughs> but it is our best against your best. And that's, <clears throat> yeah. yeah, that's how you do it. Yeah, I'm going Chiefs. I just think Mahomes is too good. <laughs> yeah, I want to make it so we all get embarrassed. I'm going to pick the Chiefs as well. <laughs> um, I mean, you look at their team. Mahomes has been perfect. Yep. Dare I say perfect? I know he hasn't had massive games, but he really hasn't had to. But he's had zero interceptions. No fumbles. He hasn't turned over the ball. And the defense adjusts. Last year we saw Chris Jones against the Bengals. He ended up going defensive end, winning the game for him. They adjusted. We saw last week against the Ravens. They adjusted. They had guys like Wharton, Justin Reed, guys in the secondary getting sacks against Lamar Jackson, changing up their defense to play against him. You saw the week prior against Josh Allen. No sacks, but tons of pass deflections playing their best coverage against Josh Allen. He was held under 200 yards as well. I just think you're, you're, you have mistake-free football from the Chiefs on offense and defense right now. Unless the Niners just go out and have an insanely large lead to begin the game, I don't think they're going to be able to win this game or take it away from the Chiefs who've essentially had no issues walking in and playing perfect football so far. Go ahead. Yeah, it's really Brock Purdy versus Spags. And I oh. think that Spags is, yeah. is going to out-scheme Brock Purdy in this situation. Yeah, I mean... We've already all said that, but I, I'm just reiterating it. Yeah, and it's funny. The Vegas line opened it with the 49ers at two and a half. It's down to 49ers one and a half. Is it mm. going to be a push by the by the weekend? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think the Niners to have a shot. Or I, I shouldn't say that. To, for the Niners to win this game, McCaffrey has to score at least two touchdowns. Mm -hmm. Don't you guys think? Yeah. Whether it's through the air or running, uh, I I'm, just think he has to be a crucial part of that team. Yeah, and you go back to the adage of 
teams in the Super Bowl that have won have not had a good running back. Mm-hmm. Is this the year that McCaffrey does it for them? Super Bowl MVP. No, McCaffrey. just a good team with a good running back winning the Super Bowl. It's never yeah. happened. Because you look at What's at, never happened? A top running back winning a Super Bowl. You look at the last... Since when? Terrell Davis? Emmitt Emmitt Smith, Smith? Terrell yeah. Davis. That's okay. it. 30 okay. years ago. <laughs> but I, I have the list for you. <laughs> okay. From 2009, you have Pierre Thomas, James Starks, Ahmad Bradshaw, Ray Rice, best on the list. Percy Harvin, LeGarrette Blunt, C.J. Anderson, mm-hmm. LeGarrette Blunt, LeGarrette Blunt, Sony Michelle, Damian Williams, Leonard Fournette on the Bucks, Cam Akers, barely playing, Isaiah Pacheco. Half wow. the people hearing these names are like, who are you talking right. about? Wow, that's crazy. So the best player on that team was Ray Rice, Ray not really doing anything. And then Leonard them. Fournette on yeah. the Bucks. Yes. That's it. What's mm. your nickname for Lenny again? Huh? Fournette. It's not my nickname. It was Playoff uh, Lenny. Lombardi, Lombardi Lenny. Lenny. There's another one. I didn't make that up. Mm. Um... I don't remember. <laughs> I just remember you guys had a bunch of nicknames. I don't know. <laughs> I just call him Lenny. Yeah, but regardless, no good running back has been <laughs> in there. a while. Yeah, in a in long a while. time. In thirty years, and that's odd because <laughs> the, the old adage, as you know, uh, everybody had to have a solid running game. It felt yeah. like you know yeah. the Giants would win with it. Redskins, you know, Cowboys. Your teams had great. Yeah. You know, well, great. They had Dorsey yeah. Levens yeah. and whoever, yeah. 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 whoever Ryan needed. <laughs> yeah. Who on the defense for the 49ers is injured? I know they've been I, out of their I, strong safety. Dre the whole Greenlaw year. got hurt, but he's playing. Uh, I think everyone's there, other than um, Hufunga. Yeah, yeah, but I, yeah. The good yeah. thing about no show next week is if we're all wrong, we don't have to own <laughs> yeah. up to it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Time will be I'll just get on and say thanks for season three. <laughs> See you next year. <laughs> hey, I want to talk to you. This is meaningless, but it matters around here because again, we're football fanatics. Tim, I haven't asked you this, so mm-hmm. I'm going to throw it at you. Yeah, I'm a fan of Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. And it happening two weeks after the regular season so mm. that everyone can go to Hawaii like they used to. Yeah. Remember back in the day they used to all get on like ABC's yeah. Battle of the Network yeah. Stars yeah. or that style? No, I'm just saying like I think the fans love seeing the players. I think the, the players love being together. That's clear. Right. So everyone who is in the playoffs decline. That's mm-hmm. a problem. Right. I think the NFL should pull a page from the NBA. I rarely say this because the uh-huh. NBA we all know is, yeah. is a joke the way it's run, the way it's run. Right. If you are elected, you have to go or you're fined. But the, put it after the season, yeah. you know, and let these guys have a couple weeks for their bodies. Why not just do it in, like, April? Like, spring break week for <clears throat> colleges or something like that. They're smart enough they can figure this out because right. fans get tired of watching the game. But at the same time, you never get to see, like, Max Crosby in a, in a, a you know, that jersey again. Yep. You know, which is sad because yeah. there's a legacy of the NFL, even if it is a... a, a Play your flag game. Right. Have your silly stuff. I mean, Pro Bowl used to mean something. <laughs> it did. Now they give it to the tenth best dude because eight yeah. other guys. Yeah. And didn't it's, it's go. the same award. Yeah. Like right. Gardner right. Minshew has the same quality of award as Lamar Jackson, who was the first team. So yeah. it's kind of a joke. So what what can we do to save the Pro Bowl? Yeah, I think the two or three week after is a good idea from the standpoint of it's before free agency, so they're still on their teams. You know, I mean, like if, yeah. if you if you do, I do like April from the standpoint of that breaks up the off season. Yeah, but the However, league starts then, in March, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. So You're right. They could be on a different team, so yeah. you want them representing your team. Two or three weeks after gives you the like, oh wait, I miss football. I miss seeing my yes. guys, especially if you know your team hasn't played since December. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh man, I, I miss seeing my guys out there. Yeah. So yeah, I like that a lot. Maybe the last weekend in February or something like that. And yeah. Why don't they invite every player to come hang out? That way, people will be incentivized to buy tickets and go hang out with other players and stuff like that. Yeah. I know that's a lot to ask. Yeah. Well, I, like you don't want to go to work when you're on your off when day. When I, you guys all know, I got, I don't know the number because obviously I suck at Roman numerals. But in 1994, <laughs> January 24th, I was at that Super Bowl, mm. and I didn't even know there was an NFL experience. And some guy was peddling tickets on the side. We're like, what? Mm. And we we this was kind of pre-internetish, you know. Internet yeah. wasn't a big deal in '94. And I had to look it up and find out the NFL experience was a real thing. Mm-hmm. And but here's the thing: we walked around the NFL experience, and you got like I literally got to run with Junior Seau, like mm-hmm. in a little thing, like that he jumped in with the fans, and I got to kick field goals, and I got these um, jugs machines calibrated like Dan Marino and, yeah. and Steve Young, and I got to catch balls, you know, with that velocity. That's cool. In other words, they made it an experience. Yeah, the Pro Bowl should be that. Yeah. The Pro Bowl should be hey. Look, you might run into, you know, Gibbs over here who happens to be running around goofing. Because, I mean, if I didn't tell you the story, Tim, there's a there's a there's <clears throat> like a game you get in line. Mm-hmm. There's two lanes, and it's full of air. It's hard to run. And you get a football, and you try to run to the end of the lane, uh-huh. this air-filled thing. Right. But you have a, a, a band bungee. bungee. Yeah. And if you, you know, they pull the bungee at uh-huh. a certain amount of time. 
So we're in line, we're in line, and then right in front of us, here's Junior Seau and like shorty shorts and a string tank really? top. Like he's so massive, uh-huh. you know. <laughs> and he just jumps in. Do you mind? And they're like, no. And he just runs four or five times. We didn't get to run against him. We got to watch uh-huh. it. And it was just like, but That's you amazing. could literally walk around and you would see players just walking on the floor, you know. And they had autographs and they had the trophies up there so and they cool. had Tom Landry's cleats and this yeah. guy's that. They basically took the Hall of Fame and put it on display yeah. for three days. And they had like Travis Tritt and all these people singing. Like, here's my point: you're about making money. I get it. Do right. that. Yeah. You know, it only cost back then. And I mean, I don't know what it cost now. It was like twenty five dollars a head to get into this. You know, one day. Yeah. Um, and I'm just saying the NFL should be celebrated. Like you said, Tim, the season doesn't start till March. You got them. Right. So if this is like the in February, give it a couple of weeks. Fly them out to Hawaii. Yeah. You know, and let all the invite all the players to come. Yeah, and I, I think it should be forced. Like, I can't imagine you're this good of a player and then it's such an inconvenience mm-hmm. for you to be recognized for being so good. Right. But you go there, you're already incentivized through the flag game. Whether you play a snap or not, whether you win or lose, you get five figures from that game, mm-hmm. each and every player. So I don't understand. There is incentive, or there's incentives there for you. So I think it should be forced for you to go if you are mm-hmm. voted by the fans, after all, the ones that make you there or make you the ones that go there. Um, and I think that the only reason that it's in between the season, like between the Super Bowl and not, is because of the viewings. Right. Because I think if it's if it's a week after or two weeks after, the views are way down because people are already done with the season. Yeah. So I think the biggest reason for them having it in the season is for viewership. Right. And if you did something like, and if they've touched on this, and I think actually they do it on televised, have a Hall of Fame game that is flag football. Because yeah. Brett Favre says, I can right. still wing it. I just yeah. don't want to get tackled. Yeah. And Jerry Rice can still run. Right. You know, and Emma Smith can still run. So that would be fun. Like let a, those guys get out veterans there. Veterans game. Yeah. yeah and yeah, have yeah. A, in other words, let's really do this right and honor the game instead of some Mickey Mouse, you know, event. It, some of it's just kind of. Yeah. Lame. I agree with you. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's a really good idea. Because oh, there's highlights from those when we were younger, for sure. Mm-hmm. And it's just changed the face of the uh, of the NFL. Because the, the recent NBA saying you have to play an X amount of games to qualify for you know, right, all these right, things. Right, I think yeah, it's great yeah, yeah, because yeah. what was happening in the NBA uh, and we quit following it a little bit. I still kind of care. Josh, I know you don't care as much anymore. What they're basically saying is all these players are shortchanging, you know, the fans yeah. by, by, you know, example, you pay we, to see Anthony Davis play and he's right. on a three game break. Cause right. He doesn't want to play every game. Right. Yeah. So they're saying you got to play an X amount of games. You just don't qualify for stuff. Yeah. And that, I think that's fantastic. So yeah. NFL, no, you're not listening. I wish you were, if you were, uh, Let's do better. Let's let's make the playoff great again, or the the Pro, the Pro Bowl. Bowl great again, because it really matters. Episode one hundred and three is almost in the books, guys. Any closing thoughts before we get ourselves hyped up for this uh, Chiefs Forty Nine er game? Josh, there's been a couple coaching moves. We talked about a lot of coaching moves last week, uh, yeah. but I, I do want to mention because uh, we live in what they call Redskin Country, or now Commanders Country. No, that's a funny thing. No Redskin fan wants to call it Commander Country. Right, it's no. crazy. They're just waiting for the name change. Again. Right, exactly. Change it back. <laughs> I want your feedback on this before we close. And if y'all have anything, you could toss it in. So, uh, talking to a Commanders fan who is furious, who feels like Dan Quinn is scraps, who feels like they basically got Riverboat Ron back, who's mad that they didn't keep Eric Bien. Maybe they wasted this guy. Uh, I am. They still have them, don't they? No, oh, they, they just them? announced that they're not going to move forward. Oh, yeah, that's right. They got Cliff. So my oh, challenge is. What are they doing? <laughs> this double scraps. Right. Um, yep. Of the coaching positions, <laughs> I think we've scraps. we've gotten <laughs> double scraps. We've gotten to a world, guys, where Dan Quinn coaches the two worst games of his life other than the Super Bowl. They were garbage. His oh, schemes. It was bad. Horrendous. People were coming up to me saying, what's up with your coach calling You know this and that? You I know, know. I just got off the yeah. phone with him. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I talked to Dan. I said, <laughs> you stink. You should go to play for Washington. Um, I'm glad he's gone because I was pretty mm-hmm. mad about his co- – his coaching is dumb. Right. And he took his linebackers or defensive back – not defensive back coach. That's Al Harris. I hope Al Harris gets promoted. Yeah, it, it, sounds, anyway. it sounds like Al wants to be with Dan. So I think that's the biggest reason why they're interviewing so many people is because they're not really considering Al because Al – Seems like he wants to be with Dan and the Commanders. Well, Vrabel. Who, who did um, Dallas denied someone's interview? Who was that? I thought it was out. Yeah, I thought it was. Maybe, but he yeah. he said he wants to be with Dan. I think oh. they're offering him. And Parsons, by the way, public. I don't know how this became a Cowboys thing. Mm-hmm. Parsons uh, <laughs> publicly said, "Hang in there, Cowboys Nation. I love you. Like I'll do better. Like he he's gonna he's not trying to make yeah. waves. Um, so my he should turn his podcast off because he says some things he I know say all the time. Come on. <laughs> I know. I probably say things on here I shouldn't say too. <laughs> Point being is that um, it looks like 
Washington made some really bogus moves. Mm-hmm. I don't see them getting better with these moves. Dan Quinn was a sus head coach who got fired after a ridiculous Super Bowl. And ironically, he gets fired or hired for doing the dumbest stuff coaching our team. So I am off that train. Yeah. I hope I, 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 Vrabel. Vrabel's in the conversation. They're oh, in the, I would love that. They're in the process of trying to toss this dude some real money. I, I thought he was an offensive coach. How dumb I am. He played linebacker. Yeah. <laughs> but for some reason, his offenses were so good, I always thought he was an offensive yeah. line coach. Vrabel? He had, he had LaFleur and Arthur Smith. Yeah. yeah. What Arthur I don't Smith. want is for Mike Zimmer to come back. I would denounce the Cowboys. If he came back? Mm-hmm. What about I can't stand Rex Zimmer. Ryan? Rex Ryan? No. I threw up a little in my mouth when I heard that. Uh, At least it's not Rob Ryan. <laughs> I just threw up again. <laughs> that was my first memory of the Cowboys, like 2012, watching Romo. Thanksgiving game. I think we're playing Washington. <laughs> yeah. And it was like third and 25, third and a mile. And we let, it was it Rex Grossman at the time? Get a first yeah. down somehow, and it made me want to That's just, gross. I, I, I uh, couldn't stand it. No, but so. Rex Ryan hasn't coached in, what, four years? Good. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to stay on the couch. We don't need comeback coach of the uh, year. Yeah. Exactly. Tim, I would say, Tim, you don't care about this. Give me Vrabel. I will cry. Give I me don't, Vrabel. but I, I love football, man. So yeah, I yeah. love following all this stuff. I, it's, but it's I'm saying you're not biased to these. Oh, no. It is not a good move for Washington, is oh, it? Oh, it's not a good move at all for Washington. And, and the weird part <clears throat> about, about them, obviously, they've been bought by like kind of NBA guys, yeah, right? Yeah, and, yeah. and they brought in, uh, what's the guy's name from the, the Golden State, Bob, I forget his name, to do their coaching, uh, yeah. their coaching yeah, hire. Yeah. That's so bizarre. I just don't understand how that translates. Just because he was a really good orchestrator of the Golden State Warriors, how is that going to translate to a guy bringing in bringing in football? Sports. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, I know. Sports, yeah. they're all the same. No, they're yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I just, yeah. I'm curious. You sorry. can say what you're yeah, going to say. Sorry. I, when something comes to my head, I start talking. Yeah. What team still needs an offensive coordinator? And where's the enemy going to go? That's tough, man. Because he's, he's a solid OC. I mean, solid. the commander's offense, considering they had nothing. Well, the other story was the offense coordinator for the um, Lions. Mm-hmm. Ben Johnson. He's staying, isn't he? Well, yeah. but that he held teams on on – Till the very end, uh, and then once the, like the un- this was this, this is unconfirmable, but I've heard it now from multiple sources. Washington is flying to meet with him, yeah. and he has literally given them high dollar prices, and they're like, "What?" And had to go with the plan B because he the nobody was going to pay. Dan Quinn's their plan B, or Cliff King's. He's their plan. fallout plan, like because yeah, and no offense, but I'm not the biggest fan of the clown who used to coach Kyler Murray a few years ago. Cliff, no, I, I think know. this Cliff. is a push for them yeah. to trade up and get Caleb Williams because he coached him at USC. Which is the third thing I was going to bring up. No, don't go get that kid. That's We've seen this happen multiple times. He's already a seen problem. this movie before, yeah. Uh, he did the same <laughs> why? thing. Why would you? <laughs> he did. We just watched it with Kyler Murray. It's going to end. They, my... they get Cliff Kingsbury. They trade up, or they had the first overall anyway, and they got yeah. They got Josh Rosen picked like ten the year before. Threw him to the curb. Helped my brain. And then drafted his college. Yep. When did Cliff Kingsbury work with Caleb? When did they overlap? Last year. Yeah. When he wasn't in the NFL, he was okay there with Caleb at USC. Because I knew he kind of went in hiatus, but then he went there. He went to like, yes, yes. So Vietnam, uh, where'd he go? I don't know. I, <laughs> yeah, Taiwan, I, yeah, I don't remember. But uh, <laughs> I mean, regardless, like you, you think about what he did with Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray at one point regarded as a high-end quality quarterback prospect. He was taken number one unanimously. There was no one else that was going to go at that pick. It's very similar for Caleb Williams. At what point? You at what point do you credit Cliff Kingsbury as the guy for their success? And then you're like, yes, let's get Cliff Kingsbury to replicate what the Cardinals just did. It's like, <laughs> at no point yeah. are you like, Cliff yeah. Kingsbury, he's just the guy that happens to be a part of the story. It's not like he's the guy that made the story. Isn't Lincoln Riley the guy making all these guys anyway? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but Like uh, Jalen Hurts, Spencer Rattler's about to come in, Baker yeah. Mayfield, uh, Kyler Murray. Caleb I feel Williams. bad, bro, because like Tim said, being a football fan, I don't wish Dan Quinn, Kingsbury, and Caleb yeah. Williams on anybody. Yeah, no. Those are nah. scraps on scraps, like you said. Like, Caleb Williams is promising, but the problem is I'm just no. worried his mentality. I don't know, it just, just freaks me out. Football's so mental. No, yeah. And the kid's already wanting everything. He, yeah. he was the kid who said, hey, I want a part ownership in there. I ain't coming. Yeah. Hey, here's a list of teams I won't play for. Fine. Go play somewhere. I, I wouldn't touch I think that makes football. you look silly, especially in the league, especially in a league where all these guys who have already been here for a while, like Lamar, Mahomes, and these guys, you're not going to out. You're not going to be better than them. Like, yeah. yeah. Come on. So all the coaching vacancies are filled, and my point is that's laughable. 
I think mm-hmm. it's absolute, and I hate that. <laughs> yeah, I hate it because we live here in Redskin country. You know, I hate it. Yeah, um, yeah I, and I'm serious. I, I can't see more get Steelers anyone to fans. say command. I know, nobody says. Commanders. I see more Steelers fans around here. Yeah. yeah. What happened with the Commanders changing their name to something not Commanders? Because we got to name was, it something everyone can get behind. It's like who? What is I got it? an idea. Right. Redskins. Right. <laughs> Even oh, the Native man. American, you know, right. groups are petitioning them to change it back. back. There's a yeah. lawsuit saying they should change. I don't know. I don't know. I don't hang around with a ton of Native Americans commanders, to, to get their commanders or guardians. Feedback. Which one's better? Yeah, Redskins. Yeah. Like I don't think anyone's really mad about the Redskins. To be honest, maybe I'm maybe I'm just dumb. But it's I a, really, it's a it's a whole different debate. It is. I don't want to go there, but I just feel bad. Like I feel bad. The other thing I feel bad about but, uh, is the Eagles. Don't forget. Yeah, go ahead. I was say you, the problem is you can't change your name so quickly because if you change it to something that's equally Ridiculous. as not that good. It's kind of uh, like, what's the point? Like, well, well, yeah, yeah. Most current Commanders fans, because we're here in their world, we're not far, they liked the Washington football team better than... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. you saw people with the... Their, it was like WFT. WFT yeah, yeah, everyone has yeah. WTF stickers yeah. with the logo. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't know. Yeah, and, and I was surprised because you had a point before I talked about uh, it. I was going to say the most irritating thing is that their mascot is called Major. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, isn't that's that like, crossing like, the uh yeah the most irritating <laughs> thing is they pull eric the enemy out of kc just to cut him loose yep that's ridiculous to me and it may you to your credit that maybe was he Schneider's can go to the bucks move. Mm-hmm. and the bucks would be really nice for him that would be fantastic and todd bowles can step aside in a few years yeah. yeah well todd bowles is has never been a good head coach i mean he looks pretty good now. but he's a good defense coordinator <laughs> and he needs a guy like eric the yeah. to make it work and i'll give credit to the the tampa Bay buccaneers organization they have been absolutely awesome about giving african-americans a chance to be in coaching positions and and office places where other people other teams maybe have not and i love that so they you know todd bowles and eric Bieniemy would be fantastic you know that would be a great coaching staff they're excellent football guys yeah um i was going to say that the funny thing about the eagles is this reminds me of when peterson had that late press conference and then they fired him they did not fire uh, our favorite coach there in philly but they basically said hey because this is the type of owner that people think jerry is and he's not Mm, right the owner in Philadelphia said, "You're going to get rid of your whole staff and mm-hmm. start over with you know offense defense. It's a train wreck. Three years in a row, OCDC are gone and replaced." And the, you had a reporter ask Sirianni, "Like, what what job does the head coach do since your coordinators right. are to blame?" And he got mad at him. I forget what he said, but I think every head coach is a little nervous going into his next season yeah. with Belichick sitting out there and Vrabel sitting out yeah. there. They know they're a two or three game losing streak away from like being canned early One on. One thing we never talked about was uh, Pete Carroll stepping down. Yeah, right. Yeah. And also yeah, he wanted to keep coaching yeah, as he well. Did. He they kind of forced him out. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's was because of his age. Because often their team looked fine. They're almost a playoff team yep. again with the free agent Geno Smith. Yeah. I, I, I'm still in shock that Vrabel's not coaching. Belichick, I kind of thought he's done. Yeah, there's right. a report Josh sent to me, I think, that said teams are intimidated by Vrabel's size. Yeah. It's like, what, what does that mean? I don't, How many coaches don't right now are previous players? Like D'Amico Ryan's is a previous player. Todd Bowles' previous player. Ron Rivera's previous player. Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. Well, this comes because an anonymous <laughs> <Dan> NFL GM. <laughs> Intimidation. An anonymous <laughs> NFL GM gave the response that they believe that his physical presence is intimidating. Yes. Yeah, what, what does that mean? What does well, that he's have an to, ex-football player. Who cares? Oh, there's like yeah. eight what dudes is that, up here. What Doug does that Peterson? have to do with you and him being a good coach for you? Right. Robert Sala. I, I don't care if you're scared of him. It's like, what has he done in the NFL to make you <laughs> be scared of him physically? Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand that that must have been a gm of a team that needs a coach yeah i feel like uh, apparently the ones that needed coaches because it could have just here. been the titans gm this is why i let him go <laughs> wacky reason but yeah. you know hey i'm scared of them <laughs> um i'm not surprised belichick's done because there, there's been it's it's pretty i would say it's this is well documented at this mm-hmm. point uh, that again owner versus coach situation where the owner didn't know that they would be good without brady he didn't think they were right it gives too much stock to Brady. Listen, it takes two to tango. We yeah. know this. And let's be fair. Bill has not been the same guy. But who would be the same guy without Hall of Fame quarterback Tom Brady? Well, let's you be can... fair. Tom went to the Bucks that had the best defense in the league. Yep. Mike Evans. Solid O-line. They drafted Tristan Wirfs. Who Brilliant was the best. offensive head coach. He's the most yeah. athletic offensive yep. lineman ever. They got Leonard Fournette to play behind him. Perfect situation for Tom Brady to go. Mm-hmm. No, no income tax. All that stuff. Yeah. And then you get Belichick who lost... The best quarterback of all time. And didn't want the quarterback they drafted. Didn't want the guy they drafted. Yeah. And whose owner doesn't believe he was the secret sauce. And then he was told just to right. figure it out. 
So, so you can't say that yeah. Tom Brady had it harder no. than Bill Belichick. But all that to say, I don't think Belichick is ready to continue to coach. I, I think he should be done. Like he's mm. He doesn't have anything to prove. Move on. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Go coach in college. Well, yeah. why? I mean, he's proven everything. Enjoy hey, I think life. He just bro. loves the game. I, I know. I get it, man. But there's it's, nothing it's else like, to do. It's like Greg Popovich, where he was going to retire. Yeah. And then Psych. unfortunate situation with his wife yeah. ended yeah. up happening. And he's like, well, basketball it is. <laughs> Still here. Still here. His yeah. tenure is longer than y'all's yeah. lives. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know, guys. I, I think some of these coaching moves are going to be okay. Some are a push. The Commanders one got me scratching my head. I don't think the Eagles. I don't think Sirianni will be there another but year. Before we end, the yeah. Falcons they got Raheem Morris, right? They got yeah. Raheem Morris, which every every player on the Rams and the Falcons that had him previously were just very happy. They for love him. him. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. I he's understand that, hire. but are, are the Falcons going to do anything? Because he's a defensive guy, right? That's always yes. the challenge. Do they have an OC? Uh, They'd Eric Bieniemy should be there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That that'd be good. No, yeah. yeah. But unfortunately, Desmond Ritter is the second worst quarterback yeah. in the league. Mm-hmm. So. so I think they they actually got Zach Robinson. We'll have us first. But. Zach Robinson. <laughs> ah, there it is. <laughs> Zach Robinson. He was with the Rams, I believe. Oh, okay. He is now the Falcons' offense coordinator. Mm. Yeah, so he they, went with Morris. What? How's their draft pick looking in this draft? They're in the middle of the pack because Arthur Smith's just right. Nah, because he's yeah. mid. Yeah. 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 So they're not going to do anything quarterback wise. I mean that. Poor what Falcons. can they do? Poor Falcons. I know yep. that. Falcons, let me find it. Like they're the pick eight. Yeah. Yeah. They're pick uh, eight, okay. so they can uh, trade up. Well, they can anything. trade up. Right. Yeah. Last question. Yep. Bears going to keep their quarterback? Oh, yes. <laughs> they're going to get Marvin Harrison. Uh, they can pull that off. They're, in, they're the first With pick. Moore and Harrison. And I think they can trade back enough and still get. I think well. Harrison's pick one or two. Really? I really do. I don't See, think the Redskins, are, the commanders are smart enough to get him. They're gonna get Caleb. Exactly. They're gonna trade up a first. Back to my point. A first next year to move up one pick to get Caleb. This is what's confusing. <laughs> is because they kept the Bears kept their staff, and they're the staff that got Justin Fields, I mm-hmm. believe. So he's been there with that staff, and the staff is retained. You would think that they would keep him, but they've had the opportunity to be the first overall several times now, and I feel like you kind of almost have to pull the trigger on a new quarterback. Not mm-hmm. that Justin Fields is bad, but because the situation that you have right now is not good. So <laughs> right. I think you can get a great return for Justin Fields still, and you pull the trigger. And if Caleb Williams doesn't work with your system, then your system's broken. Or you have Sam Howell, that's already, I don't know. I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to well saying you have, you have two six, very yeah. good prospects yeah. unsuccessful in your system. Your system is broken. That's true. Yeah. Well, hey, this is going to be great. Hey, make sure you guys tune in. It's Sunday. It's the Super Bowl, guys. It's a big deal. That's right. 630. Make plans. Do what you got to do. Get your snacks. Get your people. And we'll be back here next week to talk about and wrap up our season three. So I'm looking forward to seeing you then. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please tell a friend and help us spread the word. We've set up our online shop at guyswithouthelmets.com where you can get your own Guys Without Helmet gear. We also post a weekly video on YouTube. So please stop by and give us a like and subscribe to our channel. Finally, if you want up-to-date information and news as it breaks, please follow us on Instagram. As always, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Guys Without Helmets.